0: The confidence factor has been huge. I'm blown away, honestly, since launching the podcast. And then also the connections, the connections that I have made through the podcast world has been amazing. I mean, from doing the podcast course, the friends that I have made, my business besties that I now call, where we're able to really connect and support each other and bounce ideas off of each other. And then also the guests on my show,
1: This is not your average business podcast, because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way.
2: We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her.
0: We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we
1: love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect, you are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today.
2: Today, we are launching Purposeful Podcast for the second time, and we thought that the best way to share this course launch would be to invite one of our students who not only has graduated from Purposeful Podcasts, but Megan has also successfully launched a podcast of her own. So today, we're talking to Megan Wolf of Our Mindful Way. And Megan, we know that people start podcasts for all kinds of reasons. I mean, some people start to add value to their community. Others start to share their hearts. We have a lot of people who are starting podcasts as another piece of their business. So let's start off this conversation with why you wanted to start a podcast in the first place.
0: Yes. And first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. And I actually wanted to start a podcast a few years ago, but never had the guts to kind of pursue it. I'm an avid podcast listener, but for this one specifically, for Our Mindful Way, I really wanted to bring value to my community. Instagram is a great place, and that's where I meet all the great people in my life, but I knew that starting a podcast would really allow people to see the true me, not in those short story moments. I also just wanted to really be able to bring expertise and information around mindfulness to more people. I love to teach, so I knew that speaking is something that I would be nervous at first, but it would get easier over time. And a podcast was really a no-brainer. I also wanted to grow my business, if I'm being totally honest here, but from my pandemic pivot of being in the classroom to starting my mindfulness business, I really wanted that trust and value factor. I wanted to be able to reach more women through mindfulness and to be able to teach them and guide them along their own journey, which it does feel funny to say that I'm even talking about a podcast because I have definitely been nervous to start this whole process. But once you get going, you are in the driver's seat and you can do whatever you want, which is really, really awesome. That freedom to be able to connect with the people that really want to hear more.
1: And as our listeners know, Megan, we love to dive into the hard questions right away. And you kind of alluded to some of the things that might have been fears of yours. But I'm wondering, what were your biggest fears about starting a podcast?
0: Okay, so I was definitely worried about what people would think. And it's a little imposter syndrome, mindset stuff that I'm just, I'm looking at Abby across the way and I'm just channeling her right now. But I also was worried that I wouldn't have any clue how to edit and do all the tech stuff. So that was a real barrier for me that I'm like, oh gosh, it just seems like a lot of work. I don't have time for this. It's too hard. And then the other thing was about topics. Instagram, it's still something that I'm working on, but creating content and having enough content is something that I struggle with on Instagram. So with the podcast, I was really worried that I wasn't going to have enough topics. What am I going to talk about? Am I going to run out of ideas? But I know taking your course, you guys really helped me with all of those fears that I know we're going to talk a little bit about.
1: Yeah. And I can relate to so many of those. Like, The idea of editing and just all the tech that goes with podcasts, like kept me out of the game. So I totally understand. I'm wondering, were there modules? And I I know that there are. Are there modules in the course that helped you get through your fears? Absolutely. I mean, I would say all of them, but I will definitely give specifics here.
0: Everything is broken down for you. So whether you are busy working three jobs or maybe you're home with three kids, this is an absolute outline and it walks you through everything. So module two, for sure. That is the equipment and technology piece. It tells you what type of microphone to get. It walks you through what programs you need and how to even edit your own podcast. You guys, I'm a pretty tech savvy person, but even if you have zero clue, you are going to feel confident in following the exact steps that Amy, Abby, and Kate lay out for you. And of course, module three, this was the big one. This is the one that is taking my mindfulness topic and splitting it up into different things themes. I loved this Amy and I I got so much value out of this module because it helped me see that I have so much more to share about. I have so much more to talk about. Even from taking, you know, boundary setting and breaking it down into even smaller bits, I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I filled up 3 pages of content." So that was helpful to see. It also gave me a boost of confidence in that module to see how much I actually have to share and I shouldn't worry about content or running out of ideas, that shouldn't be a thing.
2: Yeah, in module three, it's also going to be helpful. We are just launching our second cohort today, but I have a feeling that people are going to go back to that module when they are a year in, when they are two years in and they're thinking, okay, what else can I be talking about? So because everyone has access to the course for life, it's a really great module to be able to go back to. And yeah, you are tech savvy. I personally was not when I started. I was not tech savvy. So I literally built that module too around somebody who doesn't even know how to plug a microphone in. It's the very, very basics all the way to all the different little pieces of editing so that you know that you can have a podcast, start it, launch it edit it if you want to right from the start. And one other thing that we talk about in there is that the average podcast receives around 140 downloads an episode. So some podcasts will have tens of thousands of downloads an episode. Others will literally just have their families and friends listening in. And in our course, we go into detail on how to attract your audience. So we teach you how to attract it before you even launch. And then also how do you grow your audience? How do you continue to grow it episode after episode to make sure that you're making the biggest impact? So Megan, walk us through your launch strategy the weeks leading up to it, but then also how did the week of actually go?
0: I still get like excited thinking about it because it was such an exciting time in my life with my little business. And just personally, I was really, really nervous to launch. It was an excited nervous. And for anyone listening, my biggest tip to you is to just plug the microphone in, take it out of the box, and just try to record. It's invigorating. You get almost a rush when you start hearing yourself speak and you're able to hit that record button. So don't wait on opening that mic if you guys have one. So I followed the tips to a tee. You guys, again, laid out exactly what to do leading up to my launch, and then the day of. And I do just want to say and thank you here on your podcast just for the support that both of you and Kat gave me and supported me along the way. It meant so much to have people who get it in the podcast world really encouraging you and just being that kind of cheerleading section on the side while also providing exactly what to do, which is what I needed. So in the module, it really talks about picking three episodes that are very strong and from different themes. And I think, Amy, you were the one who really taught on that and explained why. And I did that. I wanted to pick three different episodes that were going to hit my ideal client, but hit everybody. I wanted the three of them to be really powerful. So I prepped for this. I have my notes, I have my topics, and I also had a guest. Abby, you were one of my first three episodes. I knew I wanted to bring either of you in on those first three so I could get more eyes, have a little bit more visibility. Obviously, the main reason is because you both are amazing, (laughs) but it was important for me to have a really big guest coming on for those first three. So as I was recording these, I brought my Instagram community along with me. I did a little behind the scenes. I shared a little sneak peeks. And something I have realized from being in the Instagram world is I'm here for my community. So it's important what they need, what they're asking me, what they're sharing with me. I want them to be a part of creating these podcast episodes. And I'm going to go back a couple of weeks because I actually launched my intro first. This was a big decision. I was a couple of weeks away from the September start date, but I ended up launching my trailer two to three weeks before my launch date. And I'm so happy that I did this. It almost ripped the bandaid off a little before the big launch day took the pressure off me, but it got everyone excited. I had friends, I had business friends, I had former teacher colleagues all sharing my trailer. So they were able to listen to the trailer, share the trailer, get excited, and then see the behind the scenes leading up to the big day where I launched three. So I had everything prepared. I had all of my episodes were edited. Thanks to your course. I have the most organized files on my computer. I mean, it's my family would joke and they can't believe how organized I am. My husband's like, wow, you have a folder for that. I'm like, that's right. Podcast descriptions go right in here, but from podcast descriptions to the episode, and then all of my social media was done. So it really took that like frazzled, like trying to get everything out on launch day out of it i was so calm haha mindfulness but i was ready and prepared to launch these into the world also sharing your own stuff this was so uncomfortable for me but this is your podcast i wanted to really highlight and showcase all the hard work that i was doing and that's another tip like don't be afraid to share your stuff who else is going to share it for you this is your podcast. And my community genuinely wanted to know and see who I was interviewing, the topics that we're talking about, whether it's perfectionism or mindfulness 101. And I also brought in a giveaway. I know I'm talking a long time, but it was a big launch. It was a big launch. I did end up doing a giveaway, but the funny thing is, I didn't even need it, which was so humbling and gratifying because my community, they genuinely wanted to share before it even launched, which made that day even more special.
1: I love that answer. And I can so relate. It's like, once you are at launch day for a podcast if you've done it right most of the work is already done so it's this day where you just get to celebrate you get to see your community come around you you know if you've like megan had an online instagram community before she launched a podcast even if it's the other way and you're just launching to friends and family it's still that day where i want everyone to like slow down have a cup of coffee and just like celebrate that this is now into the world. And it's just such an exciting day. So I loved hearing all of that. Like Abby said, the average podcast gets about 140 downloads per episode. And so I'm wondering, what did it look like on the first day? And then what did it look like 30 days in? The reason we ask the 30-day question is because we know that those are really important, especially if you want sponsors someday. So I want to know how do those numbers looked? And is there anything that you felt really helped you to hit those?
0: I love numbers like Abby. And I remember messaging Abby the day of my launch and I'm like, Let me log into Buzzsprout. I'm seeing the numbers go up and is this good? And she was like, yes, keep going. So after day one, I had just over 440 downloads And that was three episodes. I did have to remember that. But on day one, I was like, wow, I reached 440 people. That's pretty awesome. I was blown away. I would have been happy with 100. At that point, I was like, you know what? Whoever's going to listen is going to listen. And this is serving a purpose for me. And it's making me feel fulfilled. And then after 30 days, they were around 1,200, my downloads. So, And that was just two weeks ago.
2: Oh my gosh,
0: yeah, those numbers are so
2: good for a first-time podcaster, especially since you don't have tens of thousands of people following you on social media or an email list that has, you know, thousands and thousands of people, so those are awesome numbers. Was there anything that you wish you would have done differently with your launch? It's a good
0: question. Honestly, I think going back to what Amy was talking about, I enjoyed it so much, but I do wish that I actually celebrated. (laughs) I know it sounds silly, but I wish that Matt and I you know, maybe had a glass of champagne or went out to dinner because I think when you are running your own business or you're in the entrepreneur world, it can sometimes feel a little isolating and you're kind of figuring things out on your own. And this moment, that was so big. It was such a big deal. So if my husband listens, maybe he will, I think we should still go out to dinner and truly celebrate the launch of this.
1: (laughs) Yes, I love that. And I wanna go back to the first couple episodes because there's a lot of people that are listening that are in your exact same position that you were in. There's nerves when it comes to your first couple episodes. I know that you had interviewed Abby and I in some of those first episodes. And that you felt a little bit nervous to do so you know as a host i remember when we started your mind is racing you're trying to make sure that your technology is working you are trying to listen to your guest answer the question and in your mind you're thinking about the next question you're thinking about what could be a really good follow-up there's just so much going on i think it slows down the more you do it. But I know in the beginning, our minds were going so fast. So as a mindfulness expert, how do you bring mindfulness into interviews so that you can help to ground yourself? Because I know that our community needs this tip. They need a lot of that coaching for beginners that's going to help them to actually feel like, okay, I can do this.
0: I love this question. And even as a mindfulness expert, I definitely still get nervous. Those giddy nerves, my shoulders are up to my ears, my hands are sweating, my stomach feels, you know, wishy-washy. And I think even before mindfulness kind of... Comes in, I think being prepared is absolutely the number one thing when you're heading into an episode or when you're heading into an interview. I actually love to live coach. I like kind of that free, ask me a question and I'm going to answer it. But when you are hosting a podcast, it's so important and you talk about this in Your program and in your course about having an outline and making sure that you're, you know, you're making sense, that you're clear, that you're concise. So for me, being prepared is the first step. I feel more comfortable. I feel ready if I have my outline in front of me. I'm not going to read every word, but just having it there allows that, oh my gosh, what's going to happen to kind of dissipate and go away. Also, they always have my water, Stanley Cup, obviously, Amy. And I also like to have my essential oils or a candle setting the stage for when you are recording a podcast or you're having a guest on and doing everything that you can to make your environment comfortable, enjoyable, and inspirational. Also, deep breathing. So I know we hear it a lot, but we often forget to breathe. So breathing in an interview is definitely something that some of us forget to do when we're in the moment and we might be talking a little fast. So remembering to find your breath before your recording starts is really so helpful. Sometimes I even meditate. So meditation is a very personal thing. Some people like it first thing in the morning to help them have clarity and energy. Some people like it for sleep, for relaxation, but meditating before you hit the record button, oh my gosh, it just brings a sense of centering, of grounding, and really allows my nervous system to be in that balanced state so I can be presenting and talking and speaking from my best calm self. I also want a lot of energy for my podcast interviews. So I actually stand. I like to feel my feet grounded into the floor. It gives me, it's almost, I guess, that teacher in the classroom. I'm usually up on my feet, but again, setting my environment for what feels good and how I want to feel during the interview. I want to feel calm, but I want to be energized and I want to be really present. So again, kids are out of the house, doors closed, I have my water, I'm breathing. And just being honestly grateful for this experience when we bring that gratitude in that you get to serve your community, that you get to connect to incredible individuals to help other women gosh, I guarantee that your recording is going to go even better than
1: planned. Yeah, and I think that grounding ourselves in meditation can look different for everyone. So Abby and I often go for a walk together before we start recording. And that's just kind of our ritual. I also know that for me, I really don't like to be rushed. That does not help my brain at all. So to have that calm before you go in, you'll figure out what works for you, but I guarantee that there's something that will work for you. So Megan, now you are several episodes in at this point and you are inspiring your community and adding so much value to your business. I'm wondering, is there anything that you're enjoying about podcasting that you didn't even know existed before having your own show?
0: Yeah, this is actually a question that like hit me right in the heart because my growth and confidence has blown me away. I think that this was the thing that really kind of just pushed me a little bit out of my comfort zone into this whole new world. And it's been such a gift, that feeling of, I am an expert. I have all these years of experience. I have all these certifications, and now I get to do what I do best. And that's speaking and live coaching and being able to support others through my voice. And it's such the confidence factor has been huge. I'm blown away, honestly, since launching the podcast. And then also the connections, the connections that I have made through the podcast world has been amazing. I mean, from doing the podcast course, the friends that I have made my business besties that I now call where we're able to really connect and support each other and bounce ideas off of each other. And then also the guests on my show, I always wanted to have a way to really connect with other experts, professionals, and mentors. And now I have the platform to do that. So that's been connection and confidence. Those are the top two.
2: And that's one thing we're really proud of in the courses that we create is the community that you get along with the programs and Megan, you had 48 other students in your cohort. We've seen so many of you connect, you are tagging each other on Instagram, you have served as guests on each other's shows. You've really been that support system too. we can see it in the Facebook group of you guys interacting with each other. I mean, even some people are getting together outside of it for dinner and for coffee. So it's just been so cool to see. Just go into some more detail on some of these connections. I know you brought it up a little bit in the last answer, but what have you seen as far as a growth in this piece of the puzzle?
0: Yeah, i love to. This is the most exciting part for me. I think when you are starting your own business, when you are an entrepreneur, again, it can feel... Isolating. It can feel lonely. You can feel like you're on an island and having a place to come together with other women who are doing the same thing as you. It just, it lights me up. And the connections have been like no other. You know, whether you're pivoting in your career and you're taking the leap and you do the business course with you guys or you're starting a podcast, I think this is the 50% of the reason that I joined is because of the connections and because of the networking and the true friendships that I've made. I've already had guests come on my podcast. I've had the honor and privilege to be guests on, you know, some other women's podcasts and I think that's incredible. Like being able to share your gift and to share your purpose with other people and their circles and their communities has been really really fun and I can't wait. I'm having some more women come on to my podcast, parenting coaches, fitness coaches, social workers. And it's just been really powerful. And the friendships that have evolved have been like nothing else. And I'm so grateful.
2: And you really do have a good variety on your show. It's so fun to look through the titles and see just how many different people you're having on the show and how many names that Amy and I and Kat notice and see and recognize from being part of the cohort. And and mean, you know how much we love celebrating with our students and really shining a light on each of their businesses. So go into a little more detail on the offers that Our Mindful Way has coming up.
0: Yes. So thank you so much for asking. So Our Mindful Way really is, it's been an incredible because I've been able to reach so many different women on all different walks of life. So I work Currently, with private clients, some who are working moms, some are stay at home moms, some are climbing the corporate ladder. And I will also be going to work in schools and small businesses where I'm able to provide and teach workshops and then helping different staff and students be able to implement mindfulness tools and techniques so it can actually work and actually show that growth and the transformation. And then I also have my mindful circle community. And that's where if you are wanting to have more alignment gain more energy, and be more present in your very busy life, that's where you'll want to come. This is an incredible monthly membership where you get live community calls, everyday mindfulness tips. There's challenges, there's accountability, there's live meditations, and you're surrounded by like-minded women who are trying to bring mindfulness into their life, whether that's in their personal life, their marriage, mindful parenting, at work, I mean, mindfulness stretches across all
1: the different lanes of our life and I can't recommend it enough. Megan, thank you so much for being on Pursuing Her Purpose today. And honestly, for us, like if every student would take our courses as seriously as you took both courses, the podcast course, you literally got your podcast up six weeks after signing up for the course. So you're showing everyone else really what is possible what we want to know from you is where can our community find more of you? Where can they connect with you? I know I love to follow you on Instagram and to listen to your podcast. So let everyone know where they are.
0: Yes. So you can find me over on Instagram at Our Mindful Way and my podcast, Our Mindful Way. And please don't be shy, you guys. I am happy to answer any questions about any of the Pursuing Her Purpose courses. It has been life-changing for me. I will say that. And I will say that proudly. So don't be shy. Follow, send a message. And I can't wait to connect with you there. And Megan, we love hearing
2: that. And for those who are listening, if you want to be where Megan is just a few months from now, the Doors to Purposeful Podcasts are officially open. And remember, right now you can use the code EARLYBIRD for $25 off the course. This brings the course below 275. And remember, it's really that A to Z roadmap for creating, launching, monetizing, and growing your podcast. We literally cover everything from how to establish your podcast idea to buying and learning the technology. Megan, I know you had such a problem with that going into it, and you figured it out module two that's what it's there for we also go into detail on strategy for interviews organization the editing i mean really generating episode content not only at the beginning but then week after week year after year I mean, I love being able to take that deep dive into growing and monetizing your podcast for those who really want to make it a business from the start. So everything that we wish we would have known as first time podcasters, you guys, it's in this course. We take you step by step so that you can streamline the process and start your own show. So make sure to head to purposeful podcast course dot com and use code early bird the code early bird is going to be valid through wednesday november 2nd and that'll get you 25 dollars off the course again that's purposeful podcast course dot com and doors are going to close on thursday so if you want to be launching your show at the start of january now is the time to join megan thanks again so much for being on and we can't wait to see more following your footsteps